Second Chancers. As always, it is my pleasure that you've joined me for today's podcast of Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback, I'd very much appreciate it as it will help dynamic people such as yourself optimally find this podcast and add it to their library of favorite podcasts. As you know, at Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I'd love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen, a coaching client seeking your second chance, or you're a representative of a business, college, or university seeking to integrate, support your returning citizens in your organizational and learning environments. Feel free to contact me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Today's topic we're going to be talking about is healthy living. Healthy living is essential to the reentry journey and, of course, life in general. At the commencement of my criminal justice journey, healthy living and particularly working out was so very important in helping me manage stress and going through the uncertainty of the journey that I was on the at the beginning of and not knowing what the end would result in. Overall, whether you're talking about a reentry journey or life or the commencement of a criminal justice journey, healthy living does manage stress, releases toxins, lowers blood pressure, gives manageable weight loss, promotes better sleeping patterns, and really an overall better quality of life. In my professional journey as an instructor, I've also taught total wellness classes, which is primarily a lot of physical education components, but it's more than just physical education. Research literature tells us that there are about six or seven or maybe even as many as 12 dimensions of wellness. Ultimately, the research really primarily pretty much agrees on seven dimensions of wellness, and those dimensions are as follows. You have physical, emotional slash mental, intellectual, social, spiritual, environmental, and occupational. For today's discussion, we're going to concentrate on four of them, physical, emotional slash mental, intellectual, and spiritual. All of these things you could work on on your own, but there's nothing wrong with getting a coach or a professional coach to assist you in these areas. Naturally, of course, I would say that the strength in getting this done, that strength ultimately lies within you. But utilizing a professional subject matter expert is definitely not a problem. It only helps. I use a professional subject matter expert in a lot of these areas to help me along my journey. And of course, you know, if we work together, we could work on some of these as well together. But let's start with the first dimension that we'll address today. And that's physical. Physical wellness really contributes, as I indicated before, to a high and good quality of life. Lowers blood pressure, lowers anxiety, definitely helps you sleep better. One of the first things I do with my physical wellness is really concentrate on working out and getting my exercise and then going to the gym. Whether it be pre-COVID or, or when we get past this pandemic, and even while we're in the pandemic now, I really feel that the best workouts is when it happens in the morning, early in the morning. As your metabolism burns fat faster when you're on an empty stomach or you just have water. Sometimes people can't work out early in the morning, and there's definitely times that I don't feel like getting up early in the morning to go and work out. So sometimes those workouts will happen after work. So if you go to the gym or if you go to a path or a bike path or a running path after work, those places may be more crowded. So it may not always be available to have the space that you want to have an optimal workout. But like I said, if you got to do the workout, you'll get the workout in 
and you'll make it happen. Going to the gym prior to the pandemic, or there are some gyms that are still open, you know, with mask and distancing restrictions, you get a pretty good workout in at the gym. When I go to the gym, this is usually the workout I usually start with. And this is just a suggestion. You could see how you how it works for you. As long as you exercise, that's the most important thing. When I go to the gym, I usually start off at the on the elliptical or on the treadmill. And I warm up for seven minutes. So I just, you know, get get the legs flowing and get the blood flowing. That's the hardest part, just to get just to get everything pumping and going. And I usually do that warm up for about seven minutes. After I do that warm up, I then do upper body and lower body. Some people just do upper body and lower body on different days. I try to do them, do them all in the same day. For the upper body, I'll do three upper body exercises and I'll do three sets of 10 reps each for each exercise. I'll do an exercise that concentrates on my chest, whether, I be, whether I'll do a bench press or a chest fly or pectoral fly. And then I'll do my biceps and I'll do my triceps. For the lower body, I'll do more than just 10 reps. I'll do three sets of three different exercises, three sets of reps for each exercise machine. I'll do the hip extension, leg curls, and calf raises. For the hip extension, I'll do 20 reps. Calf raises, I'll do 100 reps. And leg curls, I'll do the 10 reps. And then when I finish that work, that part of the workout, I go back to the elliptical or the treadmill and then I do a seven minute cool down. So my body just doesn't go from being warm to going to shutting down very quickly. That's not a good thing. So you do a seven minute cool down. This workout takes about 45 minutes to an hour in total. A second type of physical workout, sometimes I'll do the elliptical or a treadmill and I'll do the workout where I'll do 30 minutes on the elliptical or the treadmill, 30 minutes or even 45 minutes or even sometimes 60 minutes, depending on your cardio levels. Then after that, I'll do the total body workout, three upper body, three lower body. That workout takes about 90 to 100 minutes because, of course, on the elliptical, you could be doing up to 60 minutes on the elliptical. Or, or even if you're doing 30 or 45, you're going to be doing more, you're spending more time at the gym. Either workout, whether you do seven-minute warm-ups front and back or you're doing more cardio, either workout, I would do about five days per week. And then the other two days a week, I would just do a power walk or a run. You wouldn't have to lift any weights because you want your body to recover from lifting weights. And the one thing I've realized during the pandemic is when you're doing a lot of walking, at minimum, you should do 10,000 steps a day. It really makes such a big difference. Having the advantage of living in sunny South Florida, I always find a, a walking or a running path somewhere in my neighborhood or my favorite place. I love to go on the beach or on the broadwalk to, to do my 10,000 steps. The other aspect of the physical workout is your nutrition. And the biggest thing is to have a high level of water consumption. I have a motivational water jug that breaks down each time of the day that I got, in Amazon, that I got on Amazon. It was about $15. A motivational water jug to keep me motivated to drink that water. And it's a one gallon water jug. So I aim to drink one gallon of water per day. I try to get that gallon in during the entire day. Don't have to drink it all at one time. Just try to get that in during the course of the day. Also too, after working out, whether it be working out in the morning or working out in the evening, post-workout, I'll usually make a smoothie, which is like milk, spinach, banana, fruit, some ice, and maybe throw in some coconut water. And I'll make that smoothie. And I'll also have vitamin supplements where 
I'll probably have maybe GNC Mega Men, vitamin C or vitamin D3. And I try to always now increase my proteins, increase my vegetables, and really reduce my carbohydrates. Even though I grew up on rice and uh, a lot of carbs, I try to reduce the carbs to maybe just a spoonful or an ice cream spoonful and not really have too many servings of carbohydrates. But when it comes to nutrition, definitely work with your doctor or your nutritionist to see what's the best nutrition plan for you. And of course, any doctor or medical professional will tell you that getting seven to eight hours nightly of sleep is just what the doctor ordered. The next uh, dimension of wellness we'll talk about is your emotional and mental. And in this area, you really wanna talk about what works for you. You wanna identify activities and things that assist with nurturing your emotional and mental wellness. Some of my favorite pack activities prior to the pandemic was definitely going to jazz concerts, going to art exhibits, going to museums, and even, of course, going to the beach. But even in the pandemic, we're still able to go to the beach. I love going to the beach. If any of you follow me on social media, you know I love going to the beach, especially my neighborhood beach of Hollywood Beach. If you're in the neighborhood or if you're down here in South Florida and you see me on Hollywood Beach walking around, come over, say hello. Help me finish that gallon of water in that big jug. <laughs> we could finish that together. We could talk and we could even shoot the breeze literally and figuratively and we could actually do a free coaching session right then and there on the beach. The beach I find to be my easiest place to get my 10,000 steps in via power walking or running. I love taking in that salt water air, reading a book, and if I really do a great workout, I'll reward myself and have a taco platter or a burrito bowl as a dessert. So I figured if I get through the steps and get through the calories, then I could treat myself as well. Definitely do something that's going to that's gonna help you out during the course of the day. And once again, like I said, if you're down here and you're in Hollywood Beach and you see me on the beach, stop me. Say hi. Let's talk. Let's hang out. As far as emotional and mental, one of the first things I like to do in the morning is really pray on my own. Pray in a quiet place. And I usually read the prayer, the prayer devotional, Our Daily Bread. And I also pray, pray with a morning prayer group of dear friends on the phone. We do that every morning, every weekday morning. That really helps a lot. In the evening, I meditate at night. I'll do a lot of yoga meditation that you could find on YouTube. And you can even find on Instagram. There's a young lady I follow on Instagram. Her name is Brissiana007. That's B-R-I-S-A-S-A-N-A-007. She does great meditation yoga especially in the evening. Every single day, this is the challenge I wanna to give to you. Every single day, just find one activity. Maybe then you'll eventually get to two or three, but find one activity that eases your mind, that removes you from the everyday collision sport of life. You need that, that activity to really refresh your mind, body, and soul. Start with one activity, then you can do two or three because your emotional and mental wellness is so very important that you find those activities to help you do that. The next dimension that, we, that we're talking about today is the intellectual dimension. In developing this dimension of wellness, your intellect, my approach is you've listened to this podcast, my approach is pretty old school. And my approach is reading a book. I know a lot of times people do audio books now, and I just started dabbling into audio books a little bit, but there's still something special about reading a book and feeling the book in my hand and even highlighting things in the book because it, those of you who are old enough to remember this phrase, reading is fundamental, but it's also education, educational as well. It's a great exercise in enhancing your mindset. 
I would say for your intellectual wellness, you want to dedicate yourself to reading at least 30 minutes each day. And you don't have to read only just one book at a time. You can read multiple books. I try to read, I have right now about five books on my reading list. And each book I read, I try to read the book 10 to 15 times each book. And why you ask? Research tells us that when we read something, we usually only retain 10% of what we read. So if I want to really retain and absorb what it is that I'm reading, I'll read that book multiple times. And in reading that book multiple times, there's always something that I'll pick up that I didn't pick up the last time I read it. And by the time I get to that 10th or, or 11th, 12th, or up, even up to 15th time, I pretty much feel like I, I've absorbed everything that I needed to absorb, whether it's a book that I'm reading for, for pleasure, or books that I'm reading to do research and consulting work, or even books that I'm reading to prepare for these podcasts. Right now, my current reading list, I have five books on my current reading list, and I'll share them with you. The first book is The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Second book, How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne. Third book, The Minimalist Way by Erica Lane. Fourth book, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And the fifth book, The Way of the Superior Man by David Dita. All of these books are available on Amazon or where you find your favorite books. And I think at least all of them, I believe, are on Amazon Audible. So you could listen to the audio books if that's, if, that's if that's your taste. The last dimension we'll get into today is the spiritual. The first thing I know, some people, when they hear spiritual, they hear when you hear about being spiritual, they figure that you have to spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week in church. Now, there's nothing wrong with being in church. And certainly, if you don't like being in church, there's no judgment for me when it comes to that. But when I talk about your spiritual dimension of wellness, I really talk about your spiritual journey, your personal relationship with God, the values you live by, how you do right by how God wants you to live, how you do right to, um, to your, for yourself, and how you do the people that's in the various circles in your life, how you treat them. Every day starts, as I talked about when I started it, when I start my day in prayer, it starts with really centering my spirit. That's what the morning prayer does for, does for me, and that's how it could help you, is to really center your spirit. And that starts with my morning prayer. And the morning prayer sets the foundation for my everyday habits. It takes my physical, my intellectual, my emotional, mental, and my spiritual, of course, centers it and builds the foundation for the day, for me to be good, for me to be great on that particular day. And bringing all these habits together to create a healthy living mindset so I could get better sleep. I could have a better quality of life. I could optimize all the opportunities in my life and I could optimize my ongoing reentry journey. And it could optimize your ongoing reentry journey. And we could work on that together. So if you wanna work on that together and you wanna work one-on-one -on -one as a returning citizen, as a coaching client, or if you're a business or a college or a business, college or a business representative, as looking to help your employees or your students, contact me, email me, reach out to me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Remember, you've been blessed to see another day. You've been blessed with your second chance. So definitely make the most of it. I love you all. Take care and be well.